And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Hale Varsity Roadshow Thursday opening round of the Pinnacle Bank Championship here at the club. Indian Creek, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. We're back here tomorrow, 4-6. to six. As uh, we gear up, uh, just an incredible event here, PinnacleBankChampionship.com, where you log on, and it could be a great team-building outing with your uh, mates from work. Uh, Think about that. Uh, We are next to the Patron Center uh, on 17, the food and drink area behind us. Shout-out to Jaybird. Everyone knows Jaybird in Lincoln and Hayes Center. Uh, Mr. Tomlinson, Mr. Altman. The, the crew uh, wearing that silver hawk, green and, and silver uh, up here. It was good to see them. Gross. What? I, I still have some love for uh, for the Knights in my heart. So do I. I. I'm a Southeast Oh, you guy. don't have enough. I don't have enough. <laughs> I cheer for everybody in Lincoln and Omaha and out in central Nebraska and western Nebraska. I love everybody. Is that okay? Is that Mr. good with Wonderful. you? What'd you say? You're Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. It's passable. It's passable. It, it, it works. But uh, numbers to get in, 489-1240, 489-1240. To contact us, can email chris at hailvarsity.com and be part of the stream. The Hail Varsity YouTube channel is what you log on. Subscribe to that. Check things out uh, that way. And uh, I want to remind you about your friends at Dyer Law. So uh, if you have a personal injury situation, have you been in an accident where you're hurt, you can count on and turn to Dyer Law, the team to provide you with a helping hand you need. No matter what you're dealing with, give Dyer Law and the team a call today at 1-888-DYER-LAW. 1-888-DYER-LAW. Or visit Dyer.Law to chat with a trusted professional about your personal injury claim. That's Dyer Law, 1-888-DYER-LAW. Law or Dyer.Law do so today. Uh, a lot of injury potential when the Big Ten jumps to a 10-game conference schedule. Bill Bender wrote about that earlier in the week. I love it, but I need, I need some guarantees, okay? I need a guarantee that I'm still going to get a good non-con game, be it somebody from the Big 12. I need a guarantee that there's... Maybe a directional school, but it be kind of could be kind of fun to see somebody come in, uh, a decent win or a decent yes on that schedule, and then you f- you fill out the rest because you're going to have an opportunity every week to have a good team. Now, uh, it, it's still hard to get excited for a lot of Nebraska fans about Purdue. Uh, I think you're growing in the respect level of Illinois. You know, they're no joke. Michigan's Michigan, Ohio State's Ohio State, but. Washington, Oregon, SC, UCLA, that's exciting. That's must-see, must-attend football, uh, home or away. But but matchups like this where you have Colorado on the schedule, Tennessee on the schedule in the near future, it's a tough ball game, and, and your schedule could be littered with really brutal ball games. That says you're going to have a little grace, I would think, out of the Big Ten with a real possibility of three or four playoff teams. So eight and four is going to look pretty good when there's a field of 12. Just don't jack with those must-see matchups because you're going to have more conference opportunity. And Here's where I'm at, Schmitty. With an 18-team conference, 
the Big Ten is going to be here soon. I think you can get by with nine games. Playing 50% of the conference, it's not ideal. You know what? They can make it work, though. As soon as the conference expands beyond 18, a conference slate's a joke if you're playing less than half the conference. I think that has to be your number. You have to play at least half the conference. So I think if you move to 20 or to 24, you're going to start getting that expanded conference slate. And I think the first one to go, Schmidt, it's not going to be the directional school. I think the NCAA is going to make sure of that. How many directional schools, McNeese State's, Schools of that magnitude. Troy's. Troy. Northern Illinois. Southwest Tennessee State. I don't even know if that's a real school or not. It doesn't matter. How many schools <laughs> it, like that might be. <laughs> make their entire football budget, though, off of playing that power five sure. and going and losing by 70? I don't think that's going away anytime soon. And I think, well, and then you also have the Appalachian States that come in and sting Michigan and, you know what, make, make a big legit, deal. That's, that's 07, though. That's been a while. And, yes. and, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to go away, though, because that's how those schools make their money. I think the NCAA is going to stand up for those schools and say, you know what, these teams still need to go, their, go get their multi-million dollar paychecks from Nebraska and Ohio State and, and Michigan and whoever else. I don't think that's going away. I think the first one that goes away is those, those inter-conference matchups, intra-conference matchups, where it's Nebraska-Colorado, Nebraska-Oklahoma. Don't damage your conference strength of schedule. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to say, you know what, it's better for us to have a 3-0 Nebraska playing a 3-0 Ohio State than it is a 2-1 Nebraska playing a 3-0 Ohio State because Nebraska went and lost to, to Oklahoma in their non-conference. I think that's going to go away simply for the fact of with the, the, conference fo- or the college football playoff expanding, you're going to be able to get those matchups in the postseason. The college football playoff is going to know that and say, hey, a rematch between Nebraska and Oklahoma, it's got a little less luster than the first matchup of the season. That's whenever those matchups are going to be saved. I see the conference slate expanding, and you know what? 10 out of 12, and eventually, whenever the conferences move to 24, maybe we're talking 12 out of 14 if they expand the college football season, which I think is going to be coming because right now, TV dollar runs college football, and you can only go make more money if you add more games, similar to what the NFL did a couple years ago, expanding to 17. I think that's the way of the future, and I think we're, those intra-conference matchups are going to go away in order to save money for the postseason. So you know what? If you want to play conference to conference, that's a postseason matchup. I, I just don't don't make it the first thing that's taken off the table. And you, you make too much sense with what you're saying, but I'd still like to see the Oklahoma's the, you know, get Kansas and Coach Lance or get Nebraska K-State or get Nebraska Colorado. Those still, some of those old school conference showdowns still are fun. That's that's uh, a, a great memory with the old guy in the room here growing up. But I understand your logic. And if you're Trev and the rest of the ADs, don't un- unnecessarily hurt well, yourself. Well, if you're Nebraska, look at the, the, the schedule this year. Which game do you have the most to lose and the least to win? It's Colorado. Yeah. You're keeping the fans happy, but if you lose that game against Colorado, a rebuilding Colorado under Dion, you have a lot to lose in that game. And if you beat Colorado, people are going to say, well, look at all the turnover from Colorado last year. There's, there's no, not much it's, to win. It's you beat Colorado, awesome, because it's Colorado. But there's nothing else beyond that. That's the first game that's going to go away because, you know what, we want the Louisiana Techs and the Northern Illinois to make sure after a Minnesota game we're ready to go for the conference slate. we get got to iron out some things that we learned about ourselves after the Minnesota game. We don't have to jack with Colorado. We're going to learn some things about ourselves, and we're going to dive right back into that conference slate knowing if we can finish top four in the conference, we probably have a spot in the college football playoff, and you don't get to harm yourself by potentially losing a non-conference foe. Connor, five home, five road. That is finally even for this 10-game schedule, at least in conference play? I think it makes sense. I mean, I agree. I think it, you you got to play at least 50% of your conference. And I don't know. The whole non-con thing is weird because 
when you do want to get some things ironed out, when you talk about college football playoff, it's still going to be valued, right, when it comes to your strength and overall schedule. So I think that's kind of a topic that we could dive into for uh, quite a while, to be honest sure. with you. But I, I agree. I think the 10-game conference schedule is probably the best move, especially past 18 teams. So mm-hmm. I agree with what you had to say, Elijah. Well, and listen, the SEC has been getting benefit of the doubt for how long because of how loaded their league is. Mm-hmm. And you have a, a multi-loss team in the SEC getting the nod over a team with a better record. Uh, use that to your advantage if you're the Big Ten, and no doubt they will with their scheduling. We'll wind down Hour 1 here where the Pinnacle Bank Championship, the club at Indian Creek. Hale Varsity continues presented by Currency.